0: Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. Each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad
1: you're here. Welcome ladies and everyone tuning in Nairi and Sarah here with the Avanti woman and welcome to our podcast. We're excited to be back with Rayana Starr from Catalyst Coaching Solutions to continue with our second in a three-part series on women and entrepreneurship. And today's topic is habits and routine. Let's hear Rayana explain why habits and routine are core elements to to be mastered. If anyone wants to be a successful entrepreneur, business owner, Rayana, enlighten us. Why is why are habits and routine very important in entrepreneurship?
2: Well, if you look at successful people, they have successful habits. Well, what does that mean? I mean, that sounds great, but when you actually break it down into something practical, specifically for entrepreneurs, I coach people on on a lot of what do you need to build habits and routines around. So first off, the anatomy of of a habit is a habit is an automatic behavior that doesn't require thought or effort. It's automatic. Now, developing a habit requires Herculean efforts, especially if you're trying to do it on your own. So one little habit hack is Replace an old habit with a new one or stack a habit on an existing habit. So, first off, a habit, there's a trigger. The anatomy of a habit is there's a trigger or a cue, something that starts that behavior. Then there's the behavior or the action, and then there's a reward. Uh, So, a trigger could be I, I do triggers on my phone if Mm -hmm. i want to go for walks or do yoga at certain times of the day i'll create alarms on my phone there's a trigger Mm -hmm. an or a cue either one trigger cue they're interchangeable uh or you could use an existing habit or routine that is the cue for the new habit that's a really great way to develop a new habit is to work it into a routine or a habit you've already got going. For example, I get up, I make my bed, I go to the bathroom, make my bed, I feed the dogs. <laughs> feed the dogs, when I'm done feeding the dogs, could be a good cue for me to go, okay, now part of my morning routine is I go go for a walk after I feed the dogs. So there's the cue or trigger, okay? Yeah. Then the behavior is... The, the habit or the action that you want to get automatic. So going for a walk, exercising, busy entrepreneurs, <laughs> <laughs> no. busy entrepreneurs. Here we are. Here we yeah. are.
1: This is it. So yeah. then that,
2: that the behavior is the, the meat of the habit. It's what is, do you want to exercise? Do you want to write? Do you want to study your language? Do you want to be, you know, uh, reading more? Is there a course you need to study? What's the habit? Like when I was doing the typing that Mm -hmm. we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. So, what I did is the trigger was uh, in my morning routine, which was the best time to fit it in for me, is when I was done feeding the dogs and I'd gotten all my personal stuff out of the way and I was going to set up for the day's work, turn on my computers, get my my workflow ready. That was my trigger that before work, once I got everything ready for the day, that was my trigger to practice my typing. And then I would practice my typing for at least 30 minutes, but then I got really into it and I started squeezing it in wherever I could because I was getting into it because I was being rewarded. Mm -hmm. And that's the last part of the anatomy of a habit is there's a reward. Oftentimes it's internal. It's just this sense of accomplishment. You know, that is why gaming is so addictive. And a lot of people in course creation coaches, like I hired a a marketing coach, coach, Marissa Murgatroyd, who is just phenomenal. And she teaches people how to create. Courses that people are going to actually be very engaged in and complete because 97% of people who sign up for courses never finish them. And I've seen that firsthand in working for a company that had a whole curriculum and it was just dragging clients Mm -hmm. through this curriculum they'd spent tens and thousands of dollars for. And I myself have been guilty of it, signing up for things. So gamifying means, you know, rewarding for behaviors along the way. So the reward when I was teaching myself to type was I would bump to the next level like okay I'm I'm you know I've gone to the next level my word per minute is going up you know. So there was an internal reward but it could be an external reward too or or a different kind of internal reward like a physical reward like when you exercise Okay. It's just about getting started. So where's the trigger to get started? Then you do your exercising. I don't even call it exercising anymore. I call it moving my body. Cause that yeah. just mindset wise is more empowering to me. And then afterwards it's like, well, the internal mental reward is I did it. Yay! Right. It good for me. I honored my word. Cause every time you honor your word to yourself and that's what habits are is you're making a commitment to something because you want a certain result. And every time you do that, having a mental or a physical or an external reward is reinforcing that behavior. So the, the mental reward is right on. I did it. The The external reward is accountability to someone. I get to report to someone and say, I did it. And then the physical reward was I physically just Felt better. I call it blowing the carbon out of the pipes. Like I just felt good. I like that. So there's the anatomy of a habit.
1: So when when do habits become a natural part of your life? So you have you have the trigger, you have the reward, and in the middle, you just have to keep doing it over and over and over again. Well, no,
2: it's it's not just the middle. You need all three. You need to so. You can create a trigger, like an alarm on your phone, or you can use an existing habit and have something you're already doing, like feeding the dogs. Okay, that's my cue that now I go go for a walk. Or,
1: Or let's kind of, you know, put an example for an entrepreneur, for example, you know, every day you need to get up at least, let's say four days a week, you need to go market your business. You know, okay. to put on your nice dress and be out there knocking on doors. So how can I make sure? Or whatever I do this it is, day? whether it's yeah. okay
2: online. So I work a lot with entrepreneurs on this because the things you want to build habits around is revenue generating activities, mm-hmm. which are marketing, strategic networking, strategic and selling. Those are your revenue-generating activities, and anyone who's an entrepreneur who doesn't think they have to market or sell isn't going to be in business for very long. Yeah, <laughs> Those are essential skills you need to learn as an entrepreneur or hire someone to do them for you. So one way to build a habit around marketing to generate leads and attract interest and make people aware of your brand and getting them to engage and then some subscribe and then to convert and then to get excited and then be a brand ambassador for you is you have to schedule it. And there's so many people I'm amazed at how many people own their own businesses who don't really have a schedule. So what I say to my clients is make your schedule, be your boss. Yeah. When you schedule something, it is now your boss and it doesn't matter whether you feel like it. So I like to tattle on myself a lot with clients so that they know I'm speaking from experience and that I'm not someone who has all the answers and I've got it all, I'm all perfect. It's like, there's always more I can learn and grow. That's why I'm going through digital marketer and going through all these certification processes because I hit my plateau on what I was good mm. at as far as marketing. So it's like now I'm learning to up my, my level. As long as I'm a couple steps ahead of whoever I'm coaching, I'm in good shape, but I'm not doing my clients a service. So the first thing I would say with developing habits around marketing is schedule it and let that schedule dominate you and be your boss, meaning Do it whether you want to or feel like it. You just show up. For example, as a real estate investor, calling sellers. Uh, It's like, for me, with anything, it's just about getting started and and not thinking too much. Just Mm -hmm. pick up the phone and start dialing. And I'm just like, "Eh." and then I'm like five, 10 calls into, I'm like, oh, this is no big. And Mm -hmm. And then it's a game. It's like, all right, how many calls can I get through in an hour? Okay, I'm going to set 50 as a goal. Oh, blew through 50. Okay, I'm going to do. And then you, you know, once you get going, then there's ways to just keep you motivated. So the first thing I would say is really befriend a calendar and use it as a tool that it becomes your boss. Like you do what it tells you to do. Like I, I used to do a lot of stickies and little Mm -hmm. notes And I got out of that habit because it wasn't efficient. What I do is I actually, my Google calendar is my boss. And I started putting even little things like schedule doctor's appointment or Mm -hmm. pick up, you know, grocery shopping or whatever, just so that I'm in in integrity with myself. And also, if I get in a habit of everything goes on my Google calendar, It's a very efficient way to operate. So I've developed a habit around that. There's two books on habits I wanna recommend. Mm -hmm. The first book is from Charles Duhigg, D-U-H-I-G-G. And it's called The Power of Habit. It is the classic research book on habits. He is the grandfather of habit research. Now it's a little hard to get into it first, Because they're, you know, if you're not a super analytical person like me, I'm not super analytical. I'm logical, but I'm not this make love to spreadsheets kind of person. (laughs) I'm the people person. I'm the sales and the marketing and the networker and the creative person who I'm the visionary. I'm the entrepreneur. So. But this book is worth getting through the research at the beginning, because then there are a lot of really very poignant stories in there. Isn't that a great word? Poignant. Poignant. Yes. Poignant. It's such a weird word to say. But there's there's so (laughs) many great stories in there about habits and how they studied these people with memory problems and brain injuries and how they could still develop these habits which yeah. shows that it doesn't have to be built on memory. Now yeah. that's the power of habit. And the second book is by James Clear, mm-hmm. Atomic Habits. That's an easier read. And what I love about that book is the way James Clear wrote it is you can cheat. You don't even have to read the whole book. If you just read the last two two or three pages of the end of each chapter, you'll get it. He's great at this, this checklist. He tells you what he's going to tell you, then he tells you, and then he tells you what he told you. So (laughs) it's a really good book that helps you really get it. And he has so many habit hacks in there that you don't even need them all. If you just pick some that you resonate
0: with, it's a great way. So Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'm curious, which ones did you pick up when you read those books? Well, I, and I'll share what I, uh, what I, what I do.
2: Yeah, for me, I like one of my favorite cues for developing a habit is an alarm on my phone or putting it on my Google calendar. But when it's stuff that I'm really weak in, like I, I have always been physical but it's been off and on like when I was living down in Baja I was super physically active I was on the beach all the time with the dogs I was going to the gym doing yoga all the time and then COVID hit and I moved somewhere where I hardly any knew anybody and I got comfortable in my house And before you know it two three years goes by and I'm not really I'm sedentary and I'm like ah you know so I had to get back and it was just for me it's all about getting started so I leveraged a friend as an accountability buddy,
1: mm-hmm. I, that always because, works for me.
2: Yeah, and we'll talk about accountability in the next session. But accountability is powerful. You're either resisting it. We all like, yeah, I want someone to hold me accountable, but not really, you know. And the thing <laughs> is with accountability is, we rise to the occasion. Yeah, and we are the best version of ourselves when we know someone else is watching or someone's interested or someone cares. Mm-hmm. And so I started having a workout buddy and, oh, and that's good we'd work out together, or we would do it virtually and we would check in and I, I hate it, but it works. It's yeah. like, you know, we're slime balls when we're left to our own d- devices. We're like, human. Yes. Yeah, some people, like I have a, a friend, a housemate who lives with me, who is the most disciplined person I've ever met. Now, discipline doesn't motivate me. Now, thinking about habits, think about what motivates you. But I am a very determined person Mm -hmm. and I'm very ambitious. So my determination trumps discipline and it motivates me more. Where she's very disciplined and routine and all this, I'm more determined and ambitious and it makes me do what I've got to do.
1: So like you said, you know, having your your calendar be your boss, and just showing up whether you want it or not. So that routine itself, over time creates the habit, correct?
2: Yes. And also, it's not about being perfect. It is repetition. But here's the thing in Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit, the research they did consistently showed that on average, this whole thing, it takes 21 days to make a break a habit is bullshit. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, is, is it? I I'm like, that. yeah,
2: but is it, is it really? It is bull. I mean, it is bull. Now with some habits, if it's an easy habit, like you want to stop chewing gum or something, you know, that may be, but the average time it takes to make or break a new habit, 90 is days, six, 66 to 67 days. Oh. I say to clients and to myself between two and three months. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we have started making our programs 12 weeks long because a lot of what we do is about people, about you implementing. It's not about us sharing a bunch of philosophy and strategy. We're more tactical and helping people get results because I've invested. I know all of us have in services, especially marketing, the marketing industry sucks in this way. You pay gobs and gobs of money, and they don't get you don't get the result they promised. And it's like, well, where's my refund? And it's like, I don't want to be that person to someone. I want to be able to deliver on results. Mm-hmm. So it's we focus on we do strategy, but it's mostly tactical, like, okay. And we're providing that accountability and that guidance and those little hacks and tricks and tips.
1: Because so, n- yeah, but Nighty, what are your um, habits that you do? My habits is I w- somehow over over the years, I have to wake up at 630. And it happens whether I have the alarm or not. I wake mm-hmm. up at 630. That's because for years, I exercise with an alarm. And now it's intrinsic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I wake up, I have to go brush my teeth. That's my habit. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's automatic. You don't even think about it. Like I don't use the alarm to get up either because I naturally get up between six and seven. Yeah. And automatically I go to the bathroom and then immediately, once I'm up, I make the bed. I don't think about
1: it. That's what's important. Habits have to be automatic. And this is what we read out there. Actually, let's talk about this, you know. We read in Forbes, you know, Entrepreneur Magazine, everywhere out there. It's about, you know, successful entrepreneurs and their 10 daily habits. There are five daily habits, you know, or whether your it's built- ro- morning routine. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's let's talk about that. Why mm-hmm. is it that, you know, it's something very, um, you know, the industry highlights it. If you're okay, a successful entrepreneur, you have successful. Good yeah. question.
2: This is what I want to challenge is this, there was a popular book about a morning routine, like Mm -hmm. the you know, this successful person's morning routine. And it's like, to me, that's so contrived and manufactured. It's that person's successful routine. It's not my successful morning routine. But what the point of that is, is what are the things that are important? important for you to get the results you want in your life. Okay. And yeah. this is why 90% of all businesses that start up are like gone within 10 years and the success rate, like 50% of them are gone within the first year or two. Yeah, And then the ones that last five years of those, 50% of them are gone
0: by 10 years. Yeah, the and the statistics really, I know is 75% is gone within five years, less than five yeah. years.
2: And, and then within 10 years, the majority of them are gone. And I'm convinced it's because two things. They don't have successful habits. They're not doing the things they need to do, whether they want to or not. And they don't know that, that like I'm rereading the e-myth revisited Mm -hmm. by michael gerber and i'm just amazed because i coach on this all the time and i'm rereading and it's like what i forgot all about this stuff you know that there are certain classics like think and grow rich and and the e-myth that are like you just got to keep reading them because they just remind you of all the stuff you forget but the second thing is They're not realizing that as an entrepreneur, you wear a lot of different hats. And Mm -hmm. in order to have time and financial freedom, that is the promise we all bought as entrepreneurs is what people don't tell you is there's a lot of grime and grit on the way to that. road. Oh, yeah. You've got to market. You've got to sell. You've got to build relationships and network and you've got to work on operations, these These main departments are marketing for visibility, selling to convert a lead into a client, customer service, the journey doesn't end there. You wanna create raving fans. So it's much easier to upsell an existing client who already loves you than to keep going out and get new clients. Then there's operations, the stuff that's the backbone of the business that so many people don't get. It's amazing to me, all these women entrepreneurs out there that have a product or service and they just think that's it. I'm in no, business. No, absolutely you're not. not. You're a technician. You're a worker bee. You aren't a business owner. There are so many factors that are crucial to being successful that you have to build habits around. And here's the thing about habits. Once they're automatic, you don't even have to think about it. Like you, Naira, you get up at 630 and you brush your teeth. There isn't a choice in the matter, right? There's no whether you feel like it or not. You just go do it. There's no effort in that. But here's the thing, developing a new habit, there's a ton of effort in that. That's right. That is not easy. And it's not about being perfect. So back to what you were asking earlier, Sarah, it's, well, what do you do to support you in starting a habit or this and that? Is really pick good cues, good triggers, mm-hmm. provide get some accountability, and then track it. Like, what is a way to track it, which can be part of the reward of developing a new habit, and that can be KPIs, key performance right. indicators, your business tracking the marketing, tracking the sure. sales, you know, tracking cost per lead.
0: Well, and, and yeah. for people who may not be as familiar with KPIs and 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 all of that and the statistics and managing, you know, KPIs work on its own, right? Um, you know, something as simple as you know, you use your Google Calendar, I, I use Outlook, or it could even be a product productivity um, calendar like Trello or you know and just taking things off of the list and scratching those things off is is very satisfying but like something I do is you know I plan my week of things outside of my appointments and stuff things that I have to do whether it's family or business or whatever and then I review it the night before that's a habit of highly successful people so I always do that yeah And then one thing that I don't know if you guys, if Rihanna, you picked it up from our discussions, I'm one of those where I like to get everything done in the morning. And by noon for me, all the hard things I need to do or that take more effort, I'm done by noon.
2: You know what that's called, Sarah? What is that? Eating
0: the frog first. See, I've (laughs) never, I've never heard of it. I've heard of. Boiling the frog, but I've never heard of eating. No, and what the
2: concept there is, is do the hard stuff first that you want to avoid because that now it's out of the way. And every here's the thing: every time you honor a promise to yourself, every time you do something you don't want to do, you are building that habit muscle. But what comes with that is confidence in yourself, and you learn to trust yourself more. And a great way to take a little, you know, thermometer check here in your life, if you're bold enough, start interviewing people in your life and ask them, hey, I really want you to be honest. Now, don't do this if you don't really want honest answers, but find out honestly, professionally and personally ask, am am I a reliable person? And I don't, I want you to be honest with me. Am I someone you feel like you can count on? Mm -hmm. And if they say, well, well, or they avoid, just go, really, be honest with me. Give me examples of where I'm not reliable or where I'm not following through. Here's the thing. Habits make you who you are. And if you aren't happy with who you are (coughs) in your life, then look at your habits. I'll coach real estate investors and they'll say they don't have time, that they're super busy. And Mm -hmm. the first question I'll ask them is, okay, well, let me ask you something. How much TV do you watch at night? I will start to challenge things and they will squirm. You know, how much time are you wasting on social media? Just scrolling like the hours that get eaten up. And Absolutely. Here's, the, here's the reason I go there is they already have a habit That's right. of doing something. So like when I'm trying to get people to follow through on training that they've invested in, mm-hmm. I'll say, well, are you willing to just exchange one hour of TV time to do one hour of training which then your reward is you get to watch TV the rest of the night. Yeah. So that, that's a way to start to replace bad habits with good ones. We also talked about using an existing habit as a trigger. But then what routines are is habit stacks, where you're stacking a bunch of habits to create a routine. You might have a marketing
1: routine,
2: a healthcare routine.
1: And also don't try to do everything at once. There's something that you had mentioned before, Rihanna. It's the power of small. Of small.
2: Okay. The power of small action plan is something that I've created. And there's a lot of power in focusing on one simple thing. Everybody, especially in the West, we are just all about instant gratification. If you look at our food system in the United States, it's gross if you think about it. I mean, I I had a friend who has Hashimoto's, so do I, and she went to France with her daughter. She she was actually able to eat bread and pasta because it wasn't the grain that they used there wasn't so GMO and polluted (laughs) and toxic that the gluten didn't bother her. So the thing with the power of small is being willing to focus on one little thing and be humble and patient enough that like for me, getting back into the habit of exercise, it wasn't about how much I did. It wasn't about, it was about just getting out the door to do
1: something. That's where I started. And you know, you just tapped on something, Rayana, and that's being persistent and persevering and, you know, There's a quote from Steve Jobs, and I love it. And he says, I'm convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non successful ones is pure perseverance. Oh, that's that's nice. Consistency, consistency, Consistency. perseverance. That is the master. Absolutely. Persistence,
2: perseverance, being resilient, um, bouncing back quickly. All of these things are essential to be successful as an entrepreneur because it's not an easy journey, but it's certainly a valuable and worthwhile one. And the power of small is you focus on one small change until it becomes automatic. Give yourself a couple of months for that and track, track it in a journal, track it on a spreadsheet, track it on your calendar and, you know, set yourself up for success, create a trigger of an alarm on your phone or one habit that already exists. You feed the dogs and you know, now I go for my walk and then reward yourself. You know, maybe there's a, a, an internal mental mm-hmm. reward or you say, okay, when I get to the point where I'm walking every day and it's automatic and I don't even think about it, I'm gonna go buy myself a new outfit or something like that. So the power of small is being willing to be patient enough and make a commitment to being consistent until that behavior becomes automatic. Here's the thing think about the motivation. It's not just about developing the habit. It's why do you want to develop the
1: habit? Why? What, what
2: is important about that? What are the results you want?
1: Exactly. What is your why, right? We hear that all the time. That's right. Identify your why and then the rest. But that's gotten so watered down that people are, yeah,
2: my why. And I challenge people on their why, because I had a breakthrough in my own life recently and with clients is, no, we got to really dig in there and dig for that why. Oh, I want financial freedom. That's not a why. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, I need, I don't want to go in debt, putting my kids through college. I need to have the money to pay for their college cash. Well, how much do you have? Oh, nothing. Well, when's the first one in college
0: in two years? Well, you better get busy then. Well, I'm sure you guys have done this before, but you know, the, um, in consulting, we do this all the time. Um, five whys. So when you ask, you got to ask five whys. I don't, I want to be an entrepreneur because I want to be financially independent. Why I don't want to get my, have college debt for my kids. Why? And then, um, And then you have to ask why five times until you get to the the bottom of it. And I know
2: we have to wrap up, but I'll end here. That why then lays the groundwork for you to plan out. And the reason business coaches have become so popular is it's one thing to set goals for yourself. And I'm not a big fan of a 30 page business plan. My business plans are one or two pages, right? you don't, you don't need all that fancy gobbledygook because then it gets tossed in a drawer and never to be That's seen. That's right. You, need an, you a, get to look at it every day. Place. Yeah, yes. that, that you're actually implementing. But the thing, right, why business coaches have become so popular or anyone who has succeeded and become a master in their craft, whether it's an athlete like Michael Jordan or it's a business person like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, or it's, you know, an entertainer, They all hire trainers and mentors and coaches because you need someone keeping you focused and helping to lay out a plan and letting you know whether your goals are realistic and keeping you on the plan and breaking it down. I have clients, for example, that are in one business they want to get out of in order to have more time in the real estate business. And the goal for this year for them is they quit that business on New Year's. On New Year's, we're celebrating. And in order to do that, now that is the reason for the plan. Okay, well, how much do we need to make? Okay, so how many deals do we need to get? Okay, so how many leads do you need to generate? All right, so each week, how many calls do you need to make? How many offers do you need to make so that we have this plan that they're reaching for and that they are highly motivated by that. Right. So awesome. it's back to what you're saying, Sarah, is dig for the why that really is the main motivator for this. Right.
1: right. This is great, ladies. I think, you know, we yeah. really nailed it today. You did, Rayana. So last time we talked about, you know, the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we talked about habits and routine. And how, you know, these are the the most important elements in being a successful entrepreneur. And I'm excited that, you know, the third uh, podcast of in a three part series next time, we'll be talking about support and accountability and that no one succeeds alone. Right. We need we need support. We all need
2: help. And that's that's all of these things work together. Mindset, habits and accountability. Beautiful. the main focus so
1: for, let's let's wrap it up ladies Rihanna what's your last uh, you know home run message to our audience today
2: home run message rooftop message yeah is, rooftop message yeah start small and think about mm-hmm. one thing either in your life or your business that you're not happy about that you want to change maybe it's your weight maybe it's your health maybe it's you're not generating enough leads in your business. And think about the one habit, if you were to develop it, would have the biggest impact and feel free to reach out to me. I think that you they're putting my link yes. to not just my webinar, I'll have to give you guys my link so that they can schedule a <laughs> connection call with me and I'll help you lay out how to do that. Start small, Have focus on process and progress first. Forget about results and outcomes. When you're developing a new habit, it's 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 like happiness is a, is a journey, not a mm-hmm. destination. Mm-hmm. It's, habit formation Beautiful. is a journey, not a destination. Focus on the journey, the process, the progress. Because if you focus on, oh, I missed a day. Oh, I, I got to start all over. now that you're trying to be perfectionistic. You're never going to get anywhere. You're going to stumble around. You're not going to be perfect. That's because the habit isn't established yet. When you're creating habit, it may take you six months to develop yeah. a habit, even though it only takes two to three months to develop a habit. That's if you're being consistent.
1: Rihanna, go ahead and just say your phone number like you did last time and your website, yeah. even though we're going to put it on the screen, just go ahead and verbalize it to our audience.
2: There, You can schedule a, a, a calendar session with me and... It's um, Catalyst Coaching Solutions LLC. Setmore. or backslash Rayana. Okay. And then my, my phone number, and I don't mind people having it, is 858 888 6763. If you're resonating with some of the things we're talking about and you're like, oh my God, that's me. I need help with that. <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm happy to help.
1: Yes. Sarah, any final words? Um, you know,
0: I, I, two things. One, I believe in consistency, something I tell my kids all the time. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And then second, I truly believe in the power of small. It has worked very well for me. And it's, it's taken me places that um, I didn't think I would reach. And so and I believe in that and and just to kind of share, uh, it's not the exact quote, but something that Warren Buffett had said that if someone is resting underneath the shade of a tree, it's because someone else planted that seed
1: and the seed is small,
0: but in the end, someone is resting underneath the shade
1: of that tree. And so power of small. I love that. I love it. And I will say my two words, and that is. Just like you ladies stated consistency persistence determination, these are key elements for success. So I'll end with Calvin Coolidge's quote. I love this quote. It says nothing in this world can take the place of persistence talent will not nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent genius will not unrewarded genius is almost a proverb education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, Press On, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. I Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Very thank nice. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. And stay with us next time with Rihanna Starr talking on women and entrepreneurship and focusing on support and accountability. I look forward
0: to it, ladies. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at the Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.